such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. Certainly, the signs are all around us, warning us that the rapture is not only any moment, but that it must be soon. Again, if you are in the Houston area, join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 1030 and Wednesday evening at 630. Our aim is to make disciples of Messiah Jesus, who are the watching and ready, faithful, wise, and blessed servant our Savior spoke of in his Gospels. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. Before I get into the program, I'd like to invite you to church because I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Uh, we meet on Wednesday evenings and Sunday mornings, and I teach the Bible line upon line, chapter upon chapter, book upon book, till we finish the book, and then we start over again. And so I'm going to give you our Watch Therefore website so you can go to the tab that has church information, and you can find out how to join us. It's watchtherefore.tv, W-A-T-C-H-T-H-E-R-E-F-O-R-E.tv. I'm inviting you to church in Pearland, Calvary Chapel, Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. We'd love to see you. Look at Matthew 24, verses 42 through 44 in the New Testament. Our Savior Jesus says, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Now, this cross-references perfectly with John 14, verses 1 through 3, where our Savior promises his people that he's gone to prepare a place for us, and he's going to come again and take us back to that place at the Father's house that he's been building onto like the groom builds a place for the bride in the ancient Jewish wedding. Now, let's have a word of prayer because there's a message I have to share with you today that will stir our hearts to do just that. Watch, therefore, and be ready. O oh, Father in heaven, in our Savior Jesus' name, please tremendously bless this special time we have, and please bless every viewer today, right where they are, at whatever point of need they have in their lives, for your grace and mercy. Thank you, Holy Lord Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. Well, uh, in this passage of Matthew that I just read, it continues speaking of a a faithful, wise, blessed servant and an evil servant. The faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to return and giving their, their others their food in due season. Jesus the Lord is the bread of life. He was born in Bethlehem, Bethlehem, the house of bread. And he told Peter, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read Acts chapter 3, but I'm really wanting to emphasize and focus on Acts chapter 4. But 
Acts chapter 3 is important to set up Acts chapter 4. So stay with me. Here we go. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask for alms. It's important that they're going to prayer together. Oh, when you're going to prayer, when you have a good, healthy prayer life, things start snapping, crackling, and popping all around you by the Holy Spirit. So our Savior Jesus has already died for our sins. He's risen from the grave. He's ascended back to our Father in heaven. He's poured out His Holy Spirit. And, and, and we see that there's this man, this lame man, begging uh, there uh, close to the temple uh, in Jerusalem. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but I do have. I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Excuse me. Hallelujah. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And I just want to tell you, even now when you get to Jerusalem, I've been going, I lived in Israel, and I've been going to Jerusalem uh, since many years even before I lived there uh, and visiting, and, and I had a second home there. And so uh, when you go to Jerusalem and you go near that Temple Mount area in the old city of Jerusalem uh, where the Western Wall is, for example, there are, are people who are still begging there, yes? And they have been for a long time. So you get to know them. You see their faces. I've shared the gospel with, with them before there, yes? And, and, and so everybody knew this man, and they knew he was lame, and now he's walking. It's a great miracle. But, but I want you to see, and what I be, believe what the Lord wants us to see, is that miracle is is not even the greatest one. No, there's a greater miracle. It's that people can get saved from hearing the gospel of our Savior Jesus. What do I mean? Well, just think if the people around there just said, oh, hallelujah, this is great, praise God. But they didn't hear the gospel of our Savior Jesus, and they didn't get saved. What would happen? Well, that miracle kind of would have gone to waste. What do you mean? Because those people would still go to hell. But no, Peter understands there's a greater miracle opportunity at hand. Look at this as we continue. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness, we had made this man walk? 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you've delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And that was, of course, Barabbas. And, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Oh, wow. See, Peter has preached the gospel that Jesus the Lord, whom uh, many of the Jewish people in the court that were yelling crucify him, not all Israel, certainly, but some of them who obviously are in this crowd, um, and, and that Jesus the Lord died on the cross, that our Father sent him to pay for our sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose from the grave. He's preaching the gospel here. Yes, and he continues, Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your fathers. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his disciples, that Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. So Peter is preaching to them, repent and believe in the gospel, the good news of Jesus the Lord, who paid for our sins on the cross and rose from the grave. And see how Peter also speaks of the restoration of all things where Jesus the Lord will return. This is the second coming where Jesus the Lord will come and sit, will come and sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem because Jesus the Lord is the son of David. And we are in this generation, folks, where the pages of the Bible are coming alive like never before. The signs of the rapture, the tribulation, and then we return from heaven with our Savior Jesus, like Peter is speaking of here. We are in that generation. We're in that time. Yes? So what must we do? We must do like Peter and preach the gospel with great boldness. Now, he continues, For Moses truly said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. So this is Deuteronomy 18 in the Torah, where Moses speaks as Peter has, is is quoting and, and proclaiming here that Jesus the Lord is the prophet Moses proclaimed, who is the Messiah who would come. He continues in verse 24, Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many have spoken, all have also foretold these days, you are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first... God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. Oh, hallelujah. Now, we're going to pick up from here in chapter 4, and it's going to get better and better. Oh, hallelujah. Because in Jesus, our Savior, the best is yet to come, and he always saves the best for last. But know this, he says, to you, this gospel comes first. Why? Because the gospel order is Romans 1.16, to the Jew first, and then to the nations. And you're getting ready to see our outreach ministries 
that are perfectly in line with the Lord's order. Our ministry blessing Israeli believers to the G first and then to the nations. Our ministry poured out for the nations, which I'll be talking about in greater detail also in Acts chapter 4. So what, do you, what should you do? Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? The Watch Therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for Blessing Israeli Believers and poured out for the nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who wanna sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers, and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so, this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment.
Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. In the first part of the program, we saw Peter preaching the gospel of our Savior Jesus uh, after healing by the Spirit of the living God, the resurrected Savior Jesus, healing this lame man who was a beggar at the temple. Peter begins preaching the gospel. Here we pick up in Acts chapter 4. Now, as they spoke to the people, the priests, captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. So these Sadducees who don't even believe in the resurrection of the dead, certainly uh, it really with salt in their wound to say it was Jesus the Lord who rose from the grave and facilitates the resurrection uh, to righteousness and everlasting life. So they, they've got the temple captain, the temple police there, yeah, and, and these Sadducees and priests, and they are very upset, and they put Peter and John in jail. But here's the good news. People are getting saved. So many received Jesus as Lord and got saved. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I'm going to read a lot here because there's something I want to get to, but I'm going to read a lot of passages. Stay here with me. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power, by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. See what difference being filled with the Holy Spirit makes. What do you mean? Well, uh, Peter and John and the other disciples, they were scared to death of these, these priests and the Sadducees who had yelled crucify him and got the Romans to crucify our Savior, Jesus. Yes, their master, our master. And, and, and so what's different now? Well, now they've been put in jail for preaching the gospel and and, and there, there's this boldness. That's the word you should hear from this part of the teaching of this program. Boldness, boldness, boldness. From what? And it's from who? The Holy Spirit. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, he says, no, it's Jesus the Lord who you crucified who did this. Yes. And, and, and that God raised him from the dead and made it so this man stands before you whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, they're standing there at the temple, and, and he says, Yeshua, Jesus the Lord, is the chief cornerstone, that which is necessary to hold up the house, the temple, is Jesus the Lord, the chief cornerstone, and there's no salvation in any other. There's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Oh, 
Hallelujah. Now, he continues. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized they had been with Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to be a theologian. You just have to know Jesus the Lord and walk with him. And he will impress himself through you upon others. And people will know that one's been with Jesus, the Lord, this resurrected Savior. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak no to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all or nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God you judge, for we cannot but speak the things which we've seen and heard. Folks, if you've really tasted and seen that the Lord is good, Jesus the Lord, Yes, that he saved your soul and given you eternal life. And many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. And how many has he delivered you out of? Then you can't help but speak of the things you've seen and heard. But you've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit that will give you the boldness to preach and to live and preach Jesus the Lord. Ask him today to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, in Jesus the Lord's name, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Yes, so when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of, per, of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years old on whom the, this miracle of healing had been performed. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their sin and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ for truly against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined to be done. Now, Lord, now look at this, folks. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all what boldness they will speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus and when they had prayed the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with what <laughs> boldness now folks here's something very practical right now you can do we can team Jesus the Lord with boldness, do this very exciting work that's very similar and it accompanies and is right on time with what you just heard today from the Word of God. Because the Lord has called me to Rwanda and the Democratic Republic of Congo, August 8 through 22. And this August missions trip is going to be so exciting. So uh, what we can do which I've mentioned before on the program, is we can operate as Team Jesus Christ, Team Messiah Jesus, praying, giving, and going. I'll do the going while you do the praying and giving. Team Jesus the Lord working together. Hallelujah. And if you've never received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, 
today's your day. Repent of your sins. Call upon his name. He died on the cross for your sins and rose again. He loves you. And if you're doing that, there's information on your screen. We want to send you a brochure, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Contact us so we can get that out to you right away. Oh, hallelujah for this special time we've had today. Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless all who watched the program today. Amen and hallelujah. Remember, watch their form be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Such a blessing to be with you today on the program Watch Therefore. If you would like this program to stay on the air, please consider financially partnering with this radio ministry. You can do so at our website, watchtherefore.tv. Again, watchtherefore.tv or by post, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588, which you can also find on our website. Again, if you're in the Houston area, Join us at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Our services are Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday evening at 6.30. For more information, go to watchtherefore.tv. And remember to watch therefore and be ready.